0: The horizon is wide and the highway is calling. Hi, everybody. This means it's time for another episode and the first episode of American Roads Trip Talk on AM 1150, Seattle's home of alternative talk. My name's Gary Mance. I'm your host, along with a fantastic couple who knows the open road like no one else I know or you will ever meet. I'm talking about Thomas Arthur Rep and Becky Rep co-publishers, co-founders of American Road Magazine. You're going to find out a lot more very shortly about this beautiful magazine and what it represents emblematic of the glory that is available to any motorist who wants to take to the open road and discover in the present all that America's past has to offer. Yes, every incomparable mile of it. I want to tell you before, though, you can be safe no matter where the road takes you with Sabre's Safe Escape Auto Tool. Brand new product coming online very soon. It's a seatbelt cutter, a glass breaker, and maximum strength pepper gel all in one. Stay safe with the Safe Escape from Sabre. This product is coming soon, but you can learn more about it now at saberred.com. That's sabrered.com. That's S-A-B-R-E Red.com. Welcome once again to American Road Trip Talk, a unique program on our airwaves here on 1150 KKNW and soon to be a podcast as well. I'd like to say hello now to the co publishers, the co founders, really, of the American Road magazine and all the phenomena associated with it because it's really something else. I'm talking about Thomas Arthur Rep and Becky Rep who join us on the line via Skype. Welcome, you reps. We're so happy to have you with us.
1: Hi, Gary. Hello, Gary. It's, great
0: it's great to, to be
1: here. <laughs>
0: wonderful to have you with us, and it's great whenever we can catch you between road trips. I know you're raising a young family, and yet I have to say you've accomplished not only many, many miles of road travel so that the two of you really know your subject. But with American Road Magazine, I have to say in all sincerity that to say that it's a a glossy, nice magazine to read to pass the time would be to woefully and inadequately describe its virtues. Because American Road Magazine, and I'm holding the latest copy in my hand. It's more than just a glossy magazine for those who like to travel. It's a handsomely formatted piece of travel journalism in the mature sense, and I congratulate you on your long success with American Road. Oh, thank you. Um,
1: <laughs> it, it's been 16 years now. I've yeah,
0: heard. no, almost 7 We're
2: going into our 17th year, and it it has been uh, quite a trip. We've been a lot of places.
0: No pun intended, quite a trip in every sense of the word. There, You, you know, Becky and... Thomas, I'd love for our listeners to know, because this is your debut, doing this half-hour program, this is going to be a regular feature to our listeners. They need to know that so they can tune in every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Also, it's going to be a podcast, more on that a bit later. But in terms of this first show, I think maybe we ought to just begin at the beginning, and that's by way of having the two of you describe how you met how your romance bloomed, oh boy. and oh, oh you boy. know you can you can include all the racy parts you want, there, and then describe how that passion for the open road became the phenomenon known as American Road Magazine and all of the other publications that grew out of that.
2: Well, I'd say we met
0: about uh, a bit about ninety-two years ago.
1: Feels like it. Or yeah. my,
2: my my math may be a, a tad off there. Um, we actually met in college, which was about oh a zillion years uh, ago, yeah. maybe not quite 92 <laughs> years ago, but about 30 years ago. And um, we were both theater majors at the time. I was also an English major and we didn't go anywhere. We didn't go anywhere because we were in school. We got married. And had
1: no money. <laughs> had, had no money. We, we were
2: married shortly after we graduated and we didn't go anywhere then. And after I got finished with graduate school, we kind of looked at a map and realized that we'd never even taken a honeymoon trip um, because we, we, we hadn't had the time. I mean, it had been all about, you know, college and then graduate school and, and trying to make ends meet. And um, in 1995, we started to travel. Uh, The first trip we took, we just got into our car. We didn't have the American Road van then that that, uh, you might see out on the streets these days. Um, And we just started motoring around the state of uh, Washington and went to the Olympic uh, Mountains, chased a bunch of marmots around. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, went down to Rainier. No, I love marmots. We'll we talk about marmots. When we have a, marmots, on Hurricane
1: Ridge, a yeah. marmot
2: segment later because I kind of have a marmot thing. <laughs> um, but we traveled all over that state, and um, as we still do, and it was just a wonderful thing and kind of got hooked on that. While I was in graduate school, I actually started some work down at the University of Arizona, and uh, we were both from the Midwest originally, and we'd We'd gone out there in 92 and 1992 happened to be the 66th anniversary of route 66. So here we are heading out from the Midwest and we've got to get to Arizona and we're following the interstates out there. And I happened to pick up uh, a Rand McNally Atlas and they had a large article in there about this celebration, uh, the 66th year of route 66. So in this, U-Haul. How how wide how long was that U-Haul? Oh,
1: it was the it's longest about, U-Haul they were. It's ran. about 42 feet. <laughs> um, I don't know if it was that long. We started U-haul.
2: pulling over. We were towing a car too. We were towing our car and we were driving this mammoth U-Haul or or Penske, some kind of a uh, rental a truck. Yes. And um we started pulling over into these small towns to see these sites
1: on Route 66. That, that on Route
2: 66 that we were reading about in, in this atlas. And we kind of got hooked on it. We went to the the um the, the teepees, the, the wigwam motel in mm-hmm. Holbrook. We did. Um, we tried to stop by the Blue Whale in Catoosa. There was not not really a great place to park there because he's part of a water park. Um, we went um, to the Lincoln Motel.
1: We did. In Chandler,
2: yeah. Oklahoma.
1: We stayed there. Yeah. We stayed there.
2: And we just, by the time we got there, um, we were hooked and I actually. Shortly after I started graduate school, they um, they happened to be doing mounting a, a stage version of the Grapes of Wrath that fall at University. Oh, really? Of, yeah, University of Arizona, and they're like, we need a dramaturg. So would you please? Uh, we need someone <laughs> to or volunteer. Uh, we need you to research all of these uh, small towns that the Joads rode through. And I'm like, I'll do it, because um, I just you know kind of traced that trip myself down Route 66. So I was getting into uh, the research. Are you familiar with the Rittenhouse House Guide? Um, I personally am not. Yeah. The Rittenhouse Guide. It's an old, old travel log um, written by uh, Jack B. Rittenhouse. Yeah. Am I correct? Um, uh, Back in the – what's the publication date on that? 19 – I want to say 1940-something. She's going to try to come up with that. Um, But uh, this was an early, early guidebook that focused exclusively on Route 66. It was praised by Duncan Hines and um, praised by just a number of people. It's a delightful little book and it's in, been in reprint for a, a, quite a while now. And so I was I started getting into that and looking at the populations of these small towns al- along Route 66 and traveling, uh, you know, uh, tracing the Jodes route that they traveled, um, not only in in the play, but also uh, looking at uh, the film, you know, the, the great film, The Grapes of Wrath. Oh, yes. Um, I actually prefer the play over the the film, but uh, the film's a great piece of of art, too. So that's how it started. Um, that's was the the germ that kind of grew into the bouquet that um, is American Road today.
0: I love that. Now Becky, he's weighed in, but we gotta get your version of this as well. What in particular, and now I'm getting a bit personal, with Thomas <laughs> with, with his with his talents, with his flair for writing and, and verbiage, there what was it? What was that spark that even suggested to you that the two of you could go on such an adventure? This is this is a big time venture we're talking about.
1: Which, which adventure? The adventure the, of getting married, or the adventure of uh, the, the two uh, the magazine. To
0: seen, the, the magazine that seems to it to me, it's symbolic of the joy you have in each other's presence, the joy of your marriage, and what you built together. I mean, you must have had some say in this.
1: Well, you know, we we had the the magazine kind of came about um, after he had written his second book. The second Route
2: 66 book. The, yes, sir, but he wants to talk about the romance part.
1: The, Absolutely. Well, and I, and I, and I want
2: to
0: hear it, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and if you told him before, tell him again so we can all hear.
1: Yeah. Right, yes. right. Well, you know, the it, we did uh, give birth to it in a hot tub.
0: Okay, now we're getting somewhere.
1: There you go. See, I I told told you it was going to be good. No. Um, We were in Seattle, and we were talking about what to do next because everybody was asking Thomas, well, you've written this book on Route 66, and you've written this one, which uh, his, his second book, Route 66, Romance of the West, had just gotten... Named by the L.A. Times and the Best Books of the West for 2002, Excellent. and um, we were kind of wondering what direction to go. And everybody was saying, "Well, why don't you write about this road? No, why don't you write about this road in my backyard? It's a great route, you know, this and that." And um, we looked at each other and it's like, "Does anybody have a magazine that does this?" And we couldn't think of any. Um, and we did a little research and. Um, you know this like I said came about we were chatting about it in a hot tub under the stars in Seattle romantic right (laughs) it
0: it is very romantic and when we come back I I have something more to say about this wonderful product Sabre but when we come back I'd like to get a bit more into the romance of travel as reflected in travel journalism because it's just amazing what you have done with American Road magazine I'm so glad to be a subscriber myself Let me take a moment, though, and tell everyone that coming soon from Sabre, and that's spelled S-A-B-R-E, coming soon the number one pepper spray brand trusted by police worldwide, the three-in-one safe escape auto tool Containing a seatbelt cutter, a stainless steel glass breaker, and Sabre's Maximum Strength Pepper Gel. Allow you to be safe no matter where the road takes you with Sabre 3-in-1 Safe Escape Auto Tool. You can learn more about this remarkable product at SabreRed.com. I'm going to spell that for you. It's S-A-B-R-E-Red.com. We're here talking with the reps, Thomas Arthur Rep and Rebecca or Becky Rep. They are the co-founders and co-publishers of American Road Magazine, and we certainly welcome them once again and all of our listeners to a program that you'll be hearing every week at this time. Trip Talk, there are so many adventures on the open road, so many highways and byways you could spend the rest of your life exploring, and that would be time well spent. You know, I did want to say, Thomas, I have to, if you can stand a compliment, I wanted to let you know that I love to read the editor's rambler there. For example, you gotta have art is a (laughs) lovely piece of travel writing. And you know what? I knew that you could put together a handsomely formatted magazine and American Road certainly is that. But you also have this way with words that, along with the journalists that contribute to each issue, allow you to Put us there before we ever make the trip. I think that the open road, the American road, has a mystique that is unlike any other. And it's certainly something you can't experience by air travel alone. That's convenient for sure. But look at all the things that you miss. And every issue of American Road, thanks to the both of you, allow us to feel like we've been there already. And then we want to verify all of this glory of the open road for ourselves.
2: Well, thank you. Um, we, we do try to kind of tap into that mystique uh, with every issue. We're, we're put together by a theme. Uh, you, you mentioned the uh, the Editor's Rambler I wrote. The Editor's Rambler, for people that, that um, aren't familiar with the magazine, um, is something that I use to set the tone up front in the magazine. It's a small essay, and I usually draw from personal travel experiences or personal experience of some kind and then kind of um, use that and to kind of point the direction uh, to our theme for for the issue. Uh, The art art issue, as I call it, we just did the art issue, and the art issue is actually a favorite of mine because we were able to showcase um, some people in there, um, such as Erica Nelson. I don't know if um, any of our listeners are familiar with Erica Nelson, but um, she's this fantastic artist, lives in Lucas, Kansas, and her thing is she travels around, um, and she makes small models of the world's largest things. So, for instance, she might head up to uh, Bemidji, Minnesota, and see the Paul Bunyan and the Babe, the Blue Ox there that are, are you know downtown off of uh, U.S. Highway Two, and she'll make little tiny models of these things, and then she she shows them. She actually just opened a museum recently there in U- Lucas, um, so you can see things like the world's. Uh, smallest version of the world's largest badger, or the world's smallest version of the world's largest ball of twine, at this charming <laughs> at this charming little um, you know museum in Lucas. And it's it's these kind of people that I think have um, helped us really find the voice that is American Road. I mean, I, I like to think that we have a very not just a, a human quality to the stories that um, we feature, but also a very individualistic way of um, framing the roadside I mean I don't when I when I work with an author I, I'm not interested in just what the author sees I'm interested in in what that the author's sights make the author uh, feel and in the art in, issue it, it kind of um, You know, it's all encapsulated in these artists being inspired by things like the world's largest badger or the world's largest muskie or things like that. Or we have another uh, artist in there who's into general stores, um, southern general stores. And um, this 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 fellow knows southern general stores so well, he can paint portraits of them down to the last Frito. I mean, he's 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 so good at what at what he does. Um, And it's these kind of people that we try to bring, uh, you know, to our audience because they're just, they're fascinating and they are out there today defining the American road.
1: Well, I think American road really captures the soul of the road. We, we, you try to really tell the story of the people that make the road trip, what it is.
2: Well, there's always people involved. Like right now, we're working on a a large article for our next issue about Woodward Avenue in Detroit. If you're not familiar with Woodward Avenue, it is probably the most storied road in America. It had the first mile of concrete highway laid. First paved road. First paved road, uh, one mile exactly, between six and seven mile road in Detroit. And Woodward Avenue is named for this uh, incredible eccentric, oddball kind of a fellow named Augustus B. Woodward. Um, He was the the first uh, justice of, uh, first Supreme Justice of the Michigan Territory, and Thomas Jefferson sent him here um, to kind of whip Michigan into shape, get it ready for statehood. Well, he arrived in uh, 1805, shortly after all of Detroit had been decimated by this fire, the Great Fire of 1805. And so Augustus B. Woodward, um, who, as I say, was kind of an oddball. We're talking about a fellow who, when he needed a bath, he would wait until it rained and he would take a chair outside, strip naked, go outside and sit in that chair. He got a lot of complaints from (laughs) from, from his fellow citizens. But he was a brilliant mind. He he took um, the scheme that had been uh, drawn up for Washington, D.C., this hub and spoke kind of design, and he applied that to Detroit. And then he named the Central Avenue on on his plan, the one that ran on the 90-degree angle uh, away from the riverfront, um, Woodward for himself. And, uh, of course, he was criticized for doing that, too, because it's like, well, why do you get this road named after you? So, of course, he'd always make a joke of it and say, well, it's not named Woodward for me. It's named Woodward because um, that road runs... Uh, woodward, uh, toward the woods, the woods, toward the woods, north <laughs> of town. So, I mean, it's just these, these fascinating stories that you find of these these characters, um, humorous, you know, somber, solemn. Um, you know, some of them are incredible thinking individuals. Some of them are dreamers. Um, every road
0: is tied to these incredible personalities that are part of the American fabric.
1: The people behind the pavement.
0: The people behind the pavement. I love that, the people behind the pavement. And it also indicates, to a large extent, the westward expansion of America, the conquering of the west, as it were, winning of the west. Because if you take, for example, with Route 66, when I mention it to people, and it comes up now and again in conversation, I make sure that it does, they will say, oh, yes, I've been out to, to Kingman, Arizona, or, oh, the Santa Monica Pier, yeah, where Route 66 ends. Yes, but stop and consider that Route 66 begins in downtown Chicago. And when you follow that, you are going from east to west. And I've even heard it said, maybe you feel differently, Thomas and Becky, but I've heard it said by travel writers that if you really want to do Route 66, start in Chicago and go west rather because you'll just see more that way rather than going west to east.
2: Well, you you need to go from east to west because that's traditionally the way that, you know, the country has moved. I mean, we all landed on the eastern seaboard, and then the country was developed from east to west. Right. So, I mean, that's part of it. I mean, you're, you're kind of um, moving with the grain, so to speak. Um, there might be a good pun in that, with the farm, <laughs> farmland or something like that. But, I mean, no, seriously, you're, you're moving with the history as you move from east to west. You're, you know, you're moving from that large industrial uh, city, you know known for its its slaughterhouses once upon a time um, yes. you know out to the city of angels i mean in hollywood and and everything that, that that is today so it's um a cinematic experience it's the interesting thing about route 66 is it really does present you with a nice cross section of america uh, because you're you're moving from that you know industrialized midwest um through Those, you know, long, lonely stretches, uh, you know, Dust Bowl Territory, uh, Oklahoma and and Kansas. And you end up in the new land of milk and honey, uh, so to speak, you know, out there. You mentioned the Santa Monica Pier. There's there's no better place to rest after the end of a a long Route 66 journey, um, you know, than on, on the beach there and just spend some time gazing at the ocean.
0: And it makes the whole trip a revelation because there's an unfolding mile by mile yes oh, oh, oh. And,
2: and yes it, very much so I was just um, for, I was thinking about Santa Monica and, and they have the, the Will Rogers marker out there and I was going to say you know there's also uh, there's spirits that, that travel with you um, there's different spirits there's Cyrus Avery on Route 66 who was you know responsible for um, the, the routing and then the, you know the naming and everything like that of Route 66 he was um, he was a He really helped get that uh, road started. Then you have Will Rogers, I mean, because they call it the Will Rogers Highway. And when you talk about America and the American tradition and you start to look at Will Rogers' career, I mean, you're talking about an incredible uh, man who saw uh, life around him, the land around him, the world around him um, with wisdom and humor. And that's part of Route 66. So, I mean, there's, like I said, all of these little stories. Don't just get in your car and drive and look at the scenery, but stop in the small towns. See what they have to say to you.
1: And oh, every, trip on, every trip on Route 66 is different.
2: Every, every
1: time you take the trip. Well, every trip anywhere. You, oh, every, that's right. But if you, even if you went every year, the trip would be different.
0: I love different. that because what you're saying is you can't take the same Route 66 trip twice.
1: Right.
0: Each one is unique. I love that. I had never thought of it that way. Well, it's
2: it's definitely unique because uh, roads are always evolving. I mean, and the physically, yeah, physically, you can't take the same trip because. Um, you're
1: evolving also. You're
2: evolving also in everything. <laughs> yes. as well, there you are. Now we're getting into some Zen things. <laughs> yes,
1: right. Getting into philosophy here. <laughs> yes.
0: And, and, and it does have that ability to change one because as you make these trips, even if it's going back, oh, honey, I missed it. And you go back and you look at it again. I mean, uh, but my partner and I have had that sort of experience as well, though not on Route 66. That's a trip that's on our bucket list to take. But when we, when we look at something and then maybe go back and look at it again on another occasion, there's some little aspect of it that we missed. There's some new appreciation to be had. You're quite right.
2: Yeah. Um, that's As Becky was saying, every trip is different, and, and it is because uh, you yourself are different. And as you, you know, have, have um, new experiences, even just a course of over one year, you'll bring more things um, to your vision. As, as you're driving, you'll, you'll notice it'll actually just living life and, and taking a trip and then separating and taking the same trip the next year. I have found you'll see things differently um, just because your, your eyes will be attracted to different different things.
0: I wanted to take a moment to mention that uh, due to the wonderful production facilities of AM 1150 in Seattle, this wonderful program is going to be available as a podcast. Thomas, would you and Becky say just a word about how people can find that podcast so they can look it up and listen anytime they want?
1: The podcast is going to be on Podcast One. It's also going to be available on iTunes and on AmericanRoadMagazine.com.
0: AmericanRoadMagazine.com, and iTunes. Look at you getting fancy here with 21st century technology. I love it.
1: (laughs) Got to keep up, right?
0: Absolutely. I certainly look forward to continued adventures on the radio as well as mentally in the theater of the mind on the road with the two of you, Thomas and Becky, because there are so many places for us to visit and to invite others to visit, not only in the pages of American Road magazine, which is a must but also through this program and your ability to translate these experiences into an invitation to experience the glory of the open road and the lifestyle that it represents, a lifestyle to me which is synonymous with freedom.
2: Well, um,
1: I think you summed it up nicely, Gary. I did too. I couldn't say it it better myself. The the freedom of the open road, I think, is... um, one of the great attractions for americans to take a road trip
0: wonderfully said let's do it again i'd like to thank everyone for tuning in to american road trip talk yes we're going to do it again next friday at 1 p.m pacific time on am 1150 seattle's home of alternative talk i'm gary mance proud to be associated with thomas arthur rep and rebecca rep also known as Becky, co-founders of American Road Magazine, reminding you to visit the website AmericanRoadMagazine.com to preview the current issue of American Road Magazine. Until next week, drive safely and dream well.